Well, good day. I'm Mark Sylvester, your host for this 805 Conversation, where we talk to fascinating people you'll want to know better. This is your first time listening. Thanks for coming. The 805 Conversations podcast is produced every other week. Please subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming shows. Our show is sponsored by California Lutheran University School of Management and Tolman and Weicker Insurance Services. Thanks to them both for their support and continued encouragement. And thanks to our podcasting partner, Pullstring Press, for this great studio. Good morning. I'd love to welcome our guest, Ashley Dean, to the show. Ashley, how are you? Good morning, Mark. Thank and, you. And, wonderful. And you and you came uh, up from the lower part of the 805 down in Thousand Oaks, right? Yes, that is correct. Yeah. So um, I, I appreciate you making the drive up. And we heard about you from our good friend, Mike Panessis, who's the uh, executive director down at our sponsor, right, uh, California Lutheran University and Hub 101. And what's your relationship with Mike and the Hub and those folks? So actually, we uh, I'm uh, director of corporate development at Sports Academy. And we last year hosted the um, Ventura County Startup Weekend okay. at Sports Academy. So that's actually where I got to work with both Mike and Greg and Hub 101. We hosted um, a great weekend where entrepreneurs had the opportunity to come and pitch their ideas. Yeah. Um, and actually, um, they pitched it to an audience over the course of about 50 hours of work together. So they do 56 hours to be exactly specific. There, that's crazy, insane. Now, were you there the whole time? I, I was very fortunate to be there and kind of see the whole weekend developed. I was really, uh, really impressed. Right? How many yeah. people were in that one? I would say there were probably six or seven teams, um, and by the end of the weekend, there was a crowd of forty to fifty people. That right. were there actually listening to the business ideas. What was the winning idea? So was the winning idea, if you remember, what was the one you liked? Because you're wandering around because they're in your facility yeah. and just kind of poking in all what they were doing. Yeah, I mean, being being an athlete myself and, and um, an actual uh, golfer, I think the one, there was some really great technology around um, how to improve your golf swing. Um, oh. And it's all through, you know, everything now is all technology focused. Right. So um, I think, you know, these are ideas that will eventually come to fruition. There was a, there's a guy here in a local startup who's got a little device that um, sticks into the top of the club that is something around, it's got like an accelerometer in it and there's there's a ton of that stuff, right? There really is. And that's the wave of the future. And, you know, athletes are, are learning to train smarter. Right. <laughs> Not necessarily always harder. So... Um, there's there's great ideas out there and and they will we will be seeing them soon <laughs> so as a as a golfer let's stay on technology for a second because it's it's interesting if you look at the history of golf the the amount of technology has gone into the ball right in making it go farther and all of those things and then the amount of technology that's gone into the clubs sure. um, there's still all the skill that you have to bring to the table as the athlete, right? Absolutely, absolutely, and that and that should always be the case, right? So I think you know across, and that's across any sport. Um, I'm a sports enthusiast across the board, so I'm certainly no expert in golf, but we see that a lot. So at Sports Academy, we work with athletes of all ages and abilities, and we focus on training across numerous sports. And we're at the end of the day, it always comes down to the best practice for the individual athlete. And that's 
going to continue to be how athletes develop, but there's a lot of great technology that gets included now into either practices or private lessons that help athletes advance at a faster rate. How are you different than a regular gym? So great question. Um, we, we get asked that quite a bit. So Sports Academy is a 96,000 square foot training facility. And what we've done is we've put everything an athlete needs in one location. So we not only focus on the physical training, which for some is defined as strength and conditioning, sure. individual skill development in a particular sport, but we also focus on developing the mental acuity, emotional resilience, and really educating our families and our athletes on best practices of what it means to be an athlete and ultimately become the best version of yourself, whatever yep. that looks like. Yeah. So um, do you do pro teams? Do they come in and use the facility or is it like baseball teams and that kind of thing or is it mostly individuals? So it's um, it, it varies. So oftentimes at the pro level, we'll work with individual athletes right. um, or a small um, group from NFL, NBA, um, and they'll come in and they'll train. And it's all intentional training, so it's really focused on what the individual needs. Um, however, we do offer a variety of training kind of classes and styles. So for some athletes, it's one-on-one -on -one training. Others, it's it's group training in, in a clinic environment. Um, and then we work with a lot of teams as well, more so at the high school, middle school level, where we're really supporting our school programs and serving as a resource for those teams to come and train under our tutelage and our expertise. There's a lot of, ath a lot of pro athletes live in the southern part of the 805, right? Because it's, so some people say it's north. If you look on LinkedIn, uh, that's northern Los Angeles, which I always hate. Yeah. It's like, we're not north Los Angeles. Get out of here. This is the 805. And uh, yet there's there's a ton of, I, th I think it's because it's close to Los Angeles, right? Sure. So they can be there. Absolutely. I mean, we're, we're in a prime location. Um, we're off of Rancho Conejo Boulevard. Um, off the 101 and so we actually draw um, from Los Angeles especially if you leave late enough in the day kind of after traffic coming north from from Los Angeles it's a 35 40 minute drive um, at the same time we draw from Calabasas Malibu Ventura Santa Barbara so we're right in a great central location where we're also surrounded by a lot of families in the area and the majority of who we're serving are our families in the community. Oh, got it. So we work with, in year one, about 65% of our clients were youth, kids. Kids wanting to try new sports, get better at different sports, kids coming over with their teams, with their, their middle schools and high schools. And we'll continue to be, and that's really the foundation of what we're doing. Right, because there's, there's, uh, there's so much to teach them, right? Absolutely. I mean, sports are, uh, I mean, such a great tool for becoming a more confident individual, understanding how to goal set and achieve goals either as an individual or in a group dynamic, um, helps athletes develop and, and kids develop leadership skills, all that translate over into life skills. There's a, there's, there's a, a guy in town, I'm not going to call him out, but there's a guy in town who's quite successful entrepreneur, runs a big software company. And one of the things that's on their job application is what kind of team experience, team sport experience you have. 
And I'm, I'm not sure where that fits in the rule of HR law and that kind of stuff. You can hire whoever you want. Yeah. But he has a bias towards athletes because of all the reasons you just said. I mean, and there's great statistics. I don't know them off the top of my hand, head, but that show that men and women in leadership roles within organizations, there's a high percentage who actually competed in a team sport. Yeah, that's, that's uh, so we do TEDx Santa Barbara here in Santa Barbara, and my wife uh, and uh, speaker coach and curator started baseball when she was I know, seven or eight, and then went through you know school leagues, club leagues, traveling leagues, ended up getting a full-ride scholarship uh, to Hawaii UH and NCAA Woman of the Year, and then parlayed that into an MBA at Pepperdine. And we talk a lot about the kind of clients she likes the best have a sports background because they know about discipline, they know about hard work, they know about, I think one of the things that we like is, you know how to take the coaching. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, being coachable is relatable to anything you're doing in life. Right. Yeah, it's a it's a big big part of it. Do you? Um, I I myself am a martial artist, mm-hmm. and so I love seeing the kids who come in after school because when they we have uh, the tenets of the school are right up there on the wall: courtesy, integrity, perseverance, self control, and indomitable spirit. And we start getting the kids. Um, aware of what those things mean and how to be creative. What does integrity mean at, you know, they're six, seven, eight, nine, you know, our youngest black belts are 12. It's amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I, uh, I also am fortunate enough to have the opportunity to coach. So I, I played volleyball in college. Okay. And so actually in my twenties went into coaching right out of college. Um, when I was getting my MBA, I was able to, able to do that and coach at the same time. And, I still am coaching to this day, and one of my favorite age groups is really the third through fifth grade level because they're oh. so open to just feedback. And for a lot of them, it's their first time playing volleyball. So there's this great opportunity to introduce them not only to a wonderful sport, but then also start to introduce them to what it means to be on a team. Right. And, and the values that we place on as an individual and as a team member and how important that is. And then, I mean, the best part is seeing them kind of, you know, focus on what they're trying to accomplish within the sport. And as they start achieving certain skills and developing their skills, you see the confidence Mm. grow and the smiles. And it's it's really contagious and it's a fantastic age. I love that. My my youngest grandson is right there in my my middle. The youngest one is still coming up. And so can uh, what's the youngest person that could come to Sports Academy? I mean, we have a program called Active Kids, and that's from two to five years of age. And for a lot of these kiddos, their parents are actually training in the facility, um, participating in either one of our boot boot camp classes or one of our yoga and group fitness classes. So mom or dad can come in, participate, train at SA, and then their son or daughter can participate in Active Kids. So we train a lot of just general motor movement, start introducing yeah, right, 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 right. skills. And then from there, we start getting into more uh, sports-specific training at around five or six years of age. At that age, though, it's really about trying a lot of different sports. Right, because how would they know? They wouldn't know, and they shouldn't know. Right, right. My, uh, we just had my f- the youngest one, five, 
and he he lives down in Camarillo, and so we but we went to Dojo Boom, mm -hmm. which is I guess where the American Ninja Warriors train, and it's that large facility like that. But he is you could tell he's in his happy place when he's there. There's just he can't hurt himself. There's lots of different things to try. So when when you let a five-year-old loose in your facility, what's that like? Well, so everything, again, is intentional training. So we all we have our, our coaches and our trainers who are working with the athletes. So we have um, staff that is actually, you know, designed certain obstacle courses or activities oh, for oh. the kids where it's really they're getting instruction at that age um, in a controlled environment. But we are 96,000 square feet, That's so huge. it's 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 very big, and it's hard to conceptualize until you actually come and see our space. So, while our active kids program could be going on in on our in our turf space, we have indoor beach volleyball training going on. We have two, really? we have two indoor beach volleyball courts, which we also use for a lot of cross training across certain sports. So a lot of football athletes will put in the sand basketball athletes helping with speed and agility. Uh, we run a sand boot camp. So everything is designed to be multifunctional. So at any given time, you have varying levels of athletes training within our space. It must be interesting for, uh, there's a good halo effect, if you will, for the kids to have these pros around, right? Absolutely. I mean, these are, these are athletes that these kids look up to. They see the work ethic that the professional athletes right, exactly. are putting in and, you know, by osmosis, they're absorbing sure. it. Right. Perseverance is one of those tenets, right? Absolutely. And it's especially with sports because you don't want to work out every day. You don't want to train every day, no matter how much you love your sport, but you still do it. You know, and if you show up and you're having one of those days where you don't necessarily want to be there, chances are you look to your right or left or across our facility and you're seeing someone who's really putting in the time and it's incredibly motivating. What, what's, what's your favorite part? And we've, we talked about the third to fifth graders, but because you're corporate development, so you're out there talking about the company and, and figuring out getting more teams in and that kind of thing. Absolutely. I mean, I think the wonderful thing about the dynamic of Sports Academy is every day is a different day. And there's mm. so many moving parts that, you know, one conversation could be focused. We have an eSports center, so gaming. eSports. eSports. So what? gaming, it's... it's multi hundreds of millions of dollars are being oh, put into esports easily easily right and and it's going to continue to grow so one day we're focused on esports the next day we're working on brand partnerships within the space um, aligning with different organizations we do a lot of corporate retreats at sports academy oh. so companies have the opportunity to come in and actually utilize our space and do some team building perhaps have their off-site um, regional meeting held within some of sure. our space. And then, you know, the next next day could be focused on our foundation. So we have a nonprofit. Um, we focus on providing at, uh, youth and military, post 9-11 military vets, opportunities to participate in our services and programming at Sports Academy. So what I love is there's no standard. Every day is a new day, mm -hmm. there's new opportunity. And we're still a startup and relatively new to the area. How, so when, how long have you been around? About a year and a half. Oh, gosh, you're, you're babies. A year and a half. Wow. And, and tell me the, um, the origin story. 
So we have uh, an incredible founding team, and all of us are um, former athletes, played collegiately, different sports. Um, our CEO, Chad Faulkner, he um, played football at Kansas State, but his experience at the time was he had, he had kids who were training, um, and what they were having, the family was having to drive from one location to the next to get sure, their kids sure. everything they needed. And so at the same time, numerous other founding members were having a similar experience and all having kind of the um, vision of let's put everything in one location. So one of our other co-founders, Dr. Bo Daniels, he came from the medical side. He's our chiropractor at Sports Academy, director of integrated sports medicine. And he really brings um, that piece of, piece of the puzzle as well. We offer medical services to the general population. Um, so it was a lot of different ideas and backgrounds coming together and providing a space where families could spend their day, have a safe place for their kids to train, and then at the same time, mom or dad could invest back in themselves. That's, that's the, uh, the tough one, right? Because when you're a busy uh, parent mm -hmm. and you don't, have, you don't do self-care, exactly. you don't have time for it, right? Exactly. But if you can get both those things done at the same time, yeah. how great is that? Exactly. What is the, um, so it, it feels like it's a kind of a YMCA, but like bigger and more, like you said, more intentional and more like, it, I get this sense that it's kind of high end. Like if I want to go, there's a place in Santa Barbara called The Lab, which is, you know, they've got all this amazing technology in there for, you know, high performance training. What do you do in that high performance level? You know, I, I really think a lot of it comes down to um, some of the technology we have specifically in like our mindset development, which is mm. where our um, sports psychologists, that's our department with our really? sports psychologists. We have some wow. great tools that we incorporate into the athletes training. Um, we have on the recovery side, Norma Tech compression sleeves, where we're really, you know, relying on technology and equipment and educating families on the value and the importance of recovery. Um, we have a biomechanics lab, so we're assessing athletes' movements, looking for inefficiencies, um, and in hopes to help them, you know, prevent injury, um, get stronger in certain areas, and really maximize their potential. So it's the combination of these services. And again, it's really tailored to what the individual is right. looking for. Right. So right. everyone in our facility has their own journey and their own story as to how they're incorporating our services into their, into their training. How many people on the core team? About probably 70 to 75. 70 people on staff. Yes. That's big Yeah. for a year and a half old. Yeah. And, and then how many clients are there? It seems like you'd have to have around 1,000 or something. Yeah. So actually, um, going into year two, we're estimating over 100,000 unique visits um, within Ooh. the space. And again, you know, we, a lot of times on the weekend, we're running tournaments. So we have uh, youth basketball that must tournaments. Be fun. So fun. It's, it's incredible. Right? Well, again, you walk through the doors and you look right, left center and you are seeing a variety of different activities taking place all within one under one roof what would be the one that would surprise me the most uh esports surprises yeah, that a lot of people got me, that got me yeah um so that one caught you off guard um we've actually done a lot with fencing lately so that's that's oh. another area we just received the 
won four regional bids for um, USA fencing tournaments. That'll so take place. So, Alan, did you pay attention to that? I've got listeners, and if Alan uh, is our improv instructor. He's been on the show. He's a friend of the show, and uh, he will frequently when I see him say, I was yelling at the phone because I knew the answer to your question. His wife is a noted, uh, I don't you say fencer? or Fen- fencer. fencer. I guess, yes. Uh-huh. She's, she's quite well known and, and travels all over the United States. So uh-huh. he'll be thrilled and she probably already knows about your facility. Fantastic. But, well, I look forward to meeting them both. Wow. That's so, um, I've got a question. I'm going to go back to esports for a second. Uh, I just finished reading a a lengthy article in the New Yorker about the phenomenon of sport, you know, esports and and Twitch and gamers and the the doc the, the 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 people who get paid to narrate games. I mean, it's it's insane. I had no idea all of this was going on. Where does fitness fit with a gamer who's sitting around for eight hours at a time just? Sure. What do you do about that? Yeah, so a lot of what we're doing, um, so traditionally in esports, the gamer is spending an exorbitant amount of time playing just the, sitting and playing the game. So what we're doing is we're educating gamers, all ages, all abilities, on the importance of incorporating sports performance. So maybe less on lifting heavy weights and more on just balance and stability and good posture. Um, We're introducing mindset development, so cognitive training to help these athletes train at a higher level and introducing nutrition. What are they eating? What are they putting in their bodies? What's going to make them, (laughs) again, you know, perform at, at, at the highest level that they're capable of? And so we're, we work with kids in the community. We have free play where the kids after school can come in. It's also a great community builder. Sure. So I think a lot of kids tend to go home, play in their rooms. This is actually, we have 30 PCs within our space. So you walk into wow. our eSports Center wow. and there's great, there's just this great camaraderie sure. around their, their game and what they're, what they're playing. What's their favorite game right there now? A lot, um, Let's see, Fortnite's a big yeah, one, sure. Le- League of Legends, yeah. Overwatch. Yeah. Um, we've done done a few th- things with um, NBA 2K as well. So um, during the weekends when we have tournaments going on, basketball tournaments, we can be running an event up in our eSports Center, which is upstairs. And so the kids can come in, they're getting their tournament and they're playing. Sure. And then, great, you know, after they compete, nice and uh, they can go up and have a nice treat to actually go up and, and, and game. I love that. Yeah. That's uh, it's interesting that that's integrated. Now I also understand you do close quarters defense for first responders. Tell we, me about that. Absolutely. So it's not it's not just um, for first responders. It's for general population, so civilian population. So self defense. It's um it's it's less. It's about situational awareness. Okay. And sure. self protection. So self defense usually gets tied into maybe a martial art. Um, right. Which that, that's would, my touch point with it. Yes. Okay. So this, which is, which is more of a sport, this is really about educating and training individuals on being prepared when a scenario presents itself out in the real world that you're not expecting. So walking down the street, dark alley, recognizing is there a threat, and then having the confidence and feeling empowered to actually do something if there is a threat. 
We also um, incorporate close quarters defense CQD into a lot of our, our corporate retreats. So oh. different than the traditional ropes course, um, we actually provide a right. training experience where a team can come in within a you know department or executive leadership team can come in and over the course of either a half day or a full day go through CQD where they're, they're learning the skill training, the individual skill training in a group environment. But then what really sets the program apart is you go through what we call a validation process where we have tactical role players who will actually, who are on our team, present the scenarios. And again, this could be, I don't want to give too much away, but this could be anything from, you know, there's, there's, you're approached with someone who has a knife and they want your money to maybe someone just simply asking for directions, but you have to recognize if there's a threat or if this gentleman just needs help (laughs) and direction. And then also... Um, as as you advance, um, we can bring in simunition gun training as well. Wow. My wife did a TED talk on how to um, defend a, against a hostile handshake. Really? Yeah. There's like eight different ways. Like someone comes up and wants to do you harm, but it starts, oh, shake your hand, and then bam, they want to take you off someplace. How do you get out of that? And I was the uh, throw dummy for that TED talk. <laughs> And so I came up and, and she had me, you know, bam, flipped on my back and dis, or disarmed, if you will, uh, pretty quickly, which everybody loved. And for the rest of Ted, no one would shake her hand. So, <laughs> so it, was kind of, it was kind of funny that way. Um, this, this idea, I want to go to corporate retreats because it's a business show, right? We, we sure. talk to business people. And one of the things that's once you get of a certain size, I think, with companies, you're looking for those kinds of activities. And you said ropes course, and there's the the uh, trust fall, and there's the climbing up the walls, and there's all of those kinds of things. And you said yours is different. I've never heard of CQD, close quarter defense, sure. as a team building sure. activity. Yeah. So uh, what's really amazing is there's through the course of the CQD training, there's, you know, the individual who goes through it, but we would be in a room and there could be, you know, optimal is like six to 12 of us right. in a training room. And there's some adrenaline, there's yeah, some bet. vulnerability, and you're sharing that with other people. So through that experience alone, there is a bond and yep. a closeness yep. that develops yep. outside of, chances are any other form of team building you've you've been through as a, as a group and then to go through the experience of although the individual the validation is you know usually just the individual we can advance the training and actually bring a group in as well so the group actually can go through the validation together and again there's so many raw emotions playing out um, there's adrenaline and to go through that together and get through the experience and share the experience, mm, the outcome mm, is mm. really a connectedness with the group. And so that's where we've seen tremendous you know, results and, and great feedback and testimonials from, from organizations that have come in and done the training together. Is that busy every day? 
You know, Feels like it could be. It could be. It certainly That's could be. That's your job. That's my job. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, you know, we're, we're growing across everything we do. Uh, we're growing on a daily basis. And, you know, I think for us, just having more opportunities to get out and showcase, especially as we're speaking about CQD, you know, have more opportunities to explain the programming because people don't understand it. They don't know what it is. They've never heard of it. So, um you know, that's that's our goal is to continue to tell the story of CQD. So do you, uh, uh, just a, a tip, do you know about the Society for Human Resource Managers, SHRM, called SHRM? So our HR people know that word, SHRM. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, so, this, so it's a national organization, SHRM.org, I think. And there are local chapters everywhere. And you, you know, there's gotta be one down in, in the Conejo Valley um, or two and you want to get in front of them because they're the ones who drive that kind of activity. Absolutely. Right. They're the ones who make those decisions because they're in charge of not only, you know, benefits administration, but also the morale and that kind of stuff. Fantastic. Thank you. So I would I would go do that. Okay. The other one is our uh, one of the sponsors of our show is Tolman and Weicker Insurance Services. They do well. They focus on wellness. We've had them in the show uh, talking about a, a a fit a workforce is a workforce that has less health claims, has less days off, has less sick days, as you know all of that. So they work with um, providers to actually put in uh, weight loss weight loss programs, fitness programs. They so they work with local providers to do that. They're the largest insurance company in the region. So we'd love to make an introduction for you there because it's a perfect, like that's the kind of thing that actually reduces risk over time when they have that kind of training. Oh, I mean, that's so well said and I would absolutely love the introduction. So thank yeah. you, thank you for that. And we are working, um, we do envision doing a lot more in terms of corporate wellness as well. So establishing yep. these programs um, where companies can have their employees come in and, you know, be incentivized to come and participate right. in, in right. our services. Uh, let's talk about that for a second. The, the being incentivized, where I, the, the dots I connected really quickly was you get really excited about a fitness program, sure. right? Yeah. It's like I'm doing a TED Talk in eight weeks, and so I've got a, a coach. He's an MMA trainer, and so he says we're training for a fight. That's how he wants me to think about it, yeah. right? So there, there's uh, fitness, there's wellness, and there's stuff around my head and exercise, and and it's kind of every day. Well, when you have a goal, you know, I'm gonna do that every day. I have zero tolerance for, because I wanna be the best I can be on that day, right? As an athlete, you know that, right? Game day. Yep. I'm gonna be awesome <laughs> on game day, right? There's nothing gonna stand in my way. And it it's, interesting that people get excited about sports academy they come in they get yeah i'm gonna you know they buy their membership or however it is that you you sell that the program yeah. and because you're gonna as you said intentional training yeah. you're gonna put together a program for them but attrition has got to be a huge problem you know well first of all i do want to clarify so we we have approached everything um, with our services being a la carte so there's okay. no there's no so you membership. don't buy a membership so okay cool we do have we have do, 
do have certain components. We have a full circle fit program, which is essentially unlimited boot camps and yoga and group fitness um, for the month. And that's a monthly rate. So it's kind of an all you can eat. All you can eat. Got but, it. However, there's no flat rate to give you access to everything. So Got that it. was really intentional early on. We offer so many things and it, it, it was a decision that we, sure, we made. Sure. And, you know, it was the right decision. Um, so, you know, the, the great thing about what we're doing is because we offer so much and our team is really trained to understand what's best for the athlete or the individual, if we see that maybe an individual is, is, is losing steam in one area or they may be ready to incorporate another type of training or fitness element mm. into their regime <laughs> or routine, sure. I should say, then, then we're individually empowered to, to help them make that decision. So for example, maybe there's a individual is focusing on, they want to play in an adult beach tournament coming up and, you know, at the end of the month, we can get them into oh, some beach volleyball training. Well, right. once they've achieved that, they want to continue to train, but they might have their eyes on another portion of like what we're doing next? within the facility. And that's where we can recommend our other services. I, I like that, the word intentional, but also someone who's kind of a, attached to that person, like kind of a private coach, yeah. right? Yeah. That, that relationship's so big. It's, like, it's funny, he says to me, uh, Traver, who's also been on the show, uh, Traver says, well, you can eat anything you want, but I'm not your boss of you, right? But you have to take a picture of it. <laughs> I love it. And it's like... Really? He goes, oh, yeah, I don't care what you eat, but you have to take a picture of it. So there's no way I'm taking a picture of a burrito and sending it to him. It's not going to happen. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he and he's he's coached, you know, guys who are 400 pounds who, yeah. you know, he's got 20 touch points a day with them. So, you know, that it, it all depends um, on, on what's going to work. Sure. What What is um, one of the things – let's talk about entrepreneurs for a second – you had these folks in for the, the weekend, mm -hmm. right? The startup weekend. Yeah. And there is something mixed up in the DNA of us entrepreneurs where we, it's all about the work. Mm -hmm. It's just, we're just, we're gonna hard charge for that work. And there's this badge of honor of, I work till you know three in the morning and then I get, I mean, there's all of that stuff. Yeah. And so we don't pay attention to our fitness. I'm older, so I've learned, but yeah. I'm thinking of the 20-somethings, 30-somethings. It's like, I don't have time for that. How do, how do you, and I'm sure you see that, how do you, what's your advice to them? The the person who's listening to the show right now yeah. is going, yeah, Mark, that all sounds great, but I just don't have time for that. It's a great question. Um, I believe there's always time, personally, I believe there's always time for investing in your health. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, work will always be there. Um, the beautiful thing about being an entrepreneur is, you know, chances are you're working on your own schedule, yep. um, for which actually gives you an advantage for incorporating fitness and wellness and mindfulness into your daily practice. Um, so, you know, I would challenge any entrepreneur there and, you know, there's a lot of studies that show you're investing in your health and the longevity of your performance, regardless of what you're looking to do for as long as you're looking to do it is, 
you know, going to give you the best opportunity to do that if you are considering not just the physical training, but developing mindfulness, meditation. Mm -hmm. um, what are you doing, you know, in terms of recovery, relaxation, and these are all things that will lead to higher performance. A couple of things on that, because I think there's that people tend to think it's just exercise, yeah. and it's not, yeah. right? The wellness part of it is a huge component, but the, the recovery part, um, we've had the opportunity to be around some pretty high-end coaches. It's been fantastic. Yeah. And they, they talk about being resilient, mm -hmm. but the resilience comes from that balance of wellness and fitness and exercise and recovery, taking downtime. Otherwise, you don't have anything left when you get pushed a little bit. You, you want to bounce back, which is resilience. Absolutely. And, and we, we call that full circle training. Okay. So, you know, again, traditionally, it was a focus on physical training, doing as many hours as you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, we, we've adopted that phrase and, you know, we use it regardless of what level of athlete we're talking to. And we're educating our athletes on the value. Right. They, they're not. Uh, so tell me about the nutrition programs. I've got to guess that's part of it. Right? Yeah. Oh, it's a big part of it. Absolutely. It's your fuel. Absolutely. Yeah. So we do um, seminars. Our nutritionist will, will work with, um, do workshops and seminars that are open to the public. Um, so, you know, our information's on our website, on social media. We do a lot of um, communicating to our followers through social. And so we do one-on-one -on -one training um, where the individual wants to sit down and, and work with our nutritionist on goal setting and, you know, setting up kind of meal plans right. and, and right. having someone holding you accountable. Yeah, of course. Um, we, we run a lot of club teams or programs for kids. So we start uh. introducing the importance of nutrition, um, hydration, recovery, what to eat post-workout, what to eat prior to a workout to really help you optimize your performance right. based on what you're putting in your body. If you could figure out what the magic thing to say to a young person to get them off of sugar early, as I, I that is, like, that's the big one. I mean, for me, uh, in my training, that I said no sugar, no dairy, no wheat. Yeah. Um, the no sugar is the hardest one, yeah. and that's a lifelong addiction. I think that we all have. Not everybody has it as bad, yeah. but it starts when they're kids. And I, I'm convinced, and there's no science here, so don't yell at me, science people, um, that that sugar contributes to a lot of the disorders we've got with kids and the manic behavior, and it's just it's just not good. Yeah. Do you, have you found anything that works? Gosh, you know, I wish I wish Julia, our nutritionist, was here. She might have uh, some some secret sauce there. But I think you know, at the end of the day, it really it is about moderation. Kids kids are introduced to sugar, um, and yeah. and if you take that away from them, chances are when they see it through another channel, when you're not there, they're going to overindulge. Right. So a lot of what we do is again early on talk about balance and when there's better times to maybe have a little sugar. And if you are going to have sugar, what are the best options? Maybe it's natural fruits, have a, a smoothie, date. Yeah. have a date versus, you know, high sugar cereal, right. desserts, ice cream. 
I uh, I think it's on my mind. Well, not only because I'm on this road to the Red Circle right now, but I watched. Um, are you familiar with the Marshmallow Challenge? I am not. So the Marshmallow Challenge is done with uh, your earliest age group. Who, what's the youngest group you call them? Uh, active kids. Your active kids. So um, you put them in a room and you have a little uh, plate and there's a marshmallow on it. And uh, they could eat the marshmallow, absolutely eat the marshmallow. However, you're going to step outside the room. And if you come back and they haven't eaten the marshmallow, you'll give them another marshmallow. Uh-huh. And so you can go on YouTube and just do videos for the marshmallow things. Love but it. it's, it's really amazing. I was, watch, I was just transfixed. I love that age, that four or five-year-old. They're like, looking at that, more. I want that marshmallow. Oh, man, I want that. So that sh- it just got me thinking about that sugar thing starts pretty young with kids. It, it does. It does. And, you know, there's now it's so easy. Kids are picking up phones and seeing things on, you know, well, that's a whole nother show. <laughs> that is a whole nother show. A couple of shows, actually. What do you do about let's finish with this, because I'm interested in the topic of bullying. Mm-hmm. We're going to have someone talk about adult bullying this year at TED. And we had a someone talk about it in middle school. But I, I'm going to guess you have zero tolerance. But how do you train against that so we have we do have some programs we offer um so through cqd actually the training we get with cqd is all age appropriate so for kids it's it's really focused around recognizing bullying and you know if you're being bullied being able to approach the scenario with the right tools um so you feel empowered and it's more about using your voice not right responding physically yep yep um you know we we take moments where again we're working with a lot of kids in any given moment so there's always lessons and and educational moments that we can stop the activity if we see inappropriate behavior Um, and we work with the kids to understand why certain actions are right or wrong Um, and and that's something that our our team's been trained to to recognize and again it can be you know kids participating in any of our camps or just their training as a group Um, And then we also have a program called Alpha. So it's Athletes Learning Positive and Healthy Attitudes. Yep, I love that. And that that really um, allows us to go into schools. um, And it's it's work we're doing through our foundation, going into schools and actually providing these programs that are focused on, you know, more preventing bullying so right, training right, right. the kids early exactly on. that's where i was going was because you you see it exactly right you totally see it you're like yeah. okay so i don't know they saw that somewhere yeah. right probably at home yeah. and like that's okay behavior not here exactly exactly so there's you know there's great work and we'll continue to to get out into the community although you know we have this beautiful space um, and facility a lot of work we're doing is actually mobily as well so we are our team at any given point can go out to different schools we go down into LA we're starting to do some work um, on the national level providing different services and really? experiences so we're uh, and and a lot of that's coming through our foundation so as well. where are you in five years. Five years. What's a five-year plan? Gosh, you know, I mean, we're 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 gonna have uh, a lot of a lot of continue to have a lot of growth opportunity. Um, you know, I think right now really we're focused on being that we're so new. We're really focused on just 
step taking one step at a time right so this summer i will say though we've we've launched a national camp series um with football what does that mean so we uh we have a pro camp series so we've partnered with 25 different professional athletes um f- excuse me football players football athletes and we're going out and we're actually working with them to create amazing camps football camps for, for kids for kids right for kids and we're looking at 150 to 200 kids um, at each camp and these camps are run back in the hometowns oh of these athletes oh and so that we're doing that with football but we certainly will continue to grow wow. and do that so you do the, the programming sports. and the training and the administration and the figure out the all the infrastructure the framework so that's just plug and play exactly that's a nice model yeah yeah and the beautiful thing is we can do that across every right sport. doesn't matter right every sport nice i love yeah. that uh, this has been fantastic actually i i as I said early on, um, being around high-performance athletes and people, that translates so well into the business world because they're focused, determined, going to get it done. Right? you got a plan. You know, I love all of that stuff, yeah. and you resonate that. How do we find Sports Academy? Is it just as easy as sportsacademy.com? It's actually, uh, so it's going to be sportsacademy.us. Dot .us, okay, yeah. got it. And you can call our um, athlete advocates, that's our front desk as well. So that's 844-518-7246. Or you can email us at info at sportsacademy.us. And if you're on social media, it's at sportsacademyhq. So we have listeners in 42 countries who listen to this. Love it. So it goes out all over the world. And I like this, this idea. So if someone in um, not here in the 805 that's interested in this or finding out how you might do something like this or take advantage of it, you probably have a way to work with them as well. Absolutely. We, um, we're, as a matter of fact, I'm working with a group from China providing See? Yeah, See? youth basketball training opportunities oh, for it. a month. So I love it. So um, as, as we roll to the end, uh, our listener, uh, Alan, I know you're listening, uh, loves it when we uh, we name the show. Okay. Okay. So okay. we we give a title to the show because we have we're coming up on 200 episodes. So mm-hmm. someone maybe came in through another show and they're like, well, now what am I going to listen to? And so they're scrolling through on their phone and they're going, oh, that looks interesting because yeah. most of the folks we don't know who they are. So it's an interesting title is a big deal. Okay. So what are we calling this show? Gosh, how about Changing the way athletes train. Got it. I love it. Changing the way athletes train. And I, what I'm going to ask our, our user to do is if there's an athlete in your life, I want you to pass them this, this show because the, what I really appreciated was the there's three legs to that stool, fitness, wellness, and nutrition. Yeah. There, you know, if you unbalanced in any one of those areas is just not going to happen. Absolutely. Right? And, Absolutely. And um, sleep. And sleep. Sleep. Sleep's the free one. Yes. Right? Sleep should be the easiest one thing we do. To- and water. <laughs> and water. Sleep and water. Yeah. Those are the two easy ones that are, have huge benefits for us. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. I appreciate it. And best of luck. I, I, I want to hear when you break uh, 500,000 because you 100,000 uniques. 
Shh, that's amazing. And I'm going to get my grandson and his mom because there's a whole homeschool community yeah. in uh, Ventura County. V- yeah. Very robust, very kind of state of the art in the um, kind of the cutting edge things they're doing around homeschooling. So that might be another whole market for you. Love it. We uh, we actually are, are looking at a, a homeschool club next year. So we um, we welcome all homeschools and it's a great place for these kids and families to spend their day. Done and done. Awesome. We'll make that happen. I want to also thank California Lutheran University School of Management and uh, Mike Panessis there. Thank you so much, Mike, for uh, always keeping an eye out for interesting people to bring to the table here. And Tolman and Weicker Insurance Services and our podcasting partner, Pulse String Press. If you're interested in partnering with us or as we're starting to get uh, a mail from people who want to start their own show, they want to do a podcast, it's, um, it's not as hard as you might think. We make it pretty easy. Just drop us a note, partner at 805connect.com or podcast at 805connect.com. So the other thing that you could do, as I said earlier, is pass this show on to an athlete. Um, Go through when you are listening to the show. Go through and give us a, a rating. You can. You don't have to leave your phone. You don't have to do anything. There's just scroll down bottom of the show. You'll see five stars. Well, we know why you're there. Once you give us a five star rating, we'd appreciate it. it. Helps other people find the show. I would love to hear from you. If you have any questions or you've got an idea for a guest? The, the show is 100 percent. Uh, done from referrals from our friends. So if you've got an idea, drop me a line at mark at 805connect.com and thank you so much. And until next time, this is Mark Sylvester, your host for 805 Conversations.